it's Betsy with the Dickey Foundation, and you're listening to Dickey's Doing Good, the podcast where we tell good stories about good people doing good things in the community. I'm thrilled because my guest today is Guy Valentino. Guy served for 10 years with the United States Marine Corps as a platoon guide and sergeant. He received the Navy Achievement Medal with Combat Valor for his heroic achievements. And in 2015, he completed 5,862 pull-ups in 24 hours to break the Guinness World Record in partnership with Spike's Veterans Operation Wellness. He's also an entrepreneur, life coach, and successful small business owner of CrossFit Rev 40 in the Dallas area. Thanks so much for joining me today, Guy. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Betsy. Awesome. So for those who don't know you quite as well as I do, tell us about yourself, your time in the military, how you came to be where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I was... uh, Born and raised in Hawaii, so I'm a, I'm a mutt mixed with several different races, but uh, I, we moved to Texas when I was five and uh, graduated Richardson High School in 96. And immediately after high school, I joined the Marine Corps. I wanted to serve my country and uh, tour the world. And uh, I knew that my parents couldn't pay for college, so that was my, way, my ticket to uh, college. Um, during my time in the Marine Corps, uh, war had broken out in 2001. And I was at the University of Oklahoma. And uh, shortly thereafter, when I graduated, um, I was with the, one of the first platoons or uh, companies that went to Al Ramadi, Iraq in 2005. That was February. And I would most definitely say that war has um, changed the way that, that I am as a, as a person. Uh, so much so that, you know, I got a divorce and, uh, you know, my ex-wife had said that you're just not the same man that I married. Shocker. I don't know. War, <laughs> war may do those things to War you. will change a person. Um, I didn't realize I had severe PTSD, um, anxiety and depression until 2016 when that's when you knew me. I, I lost CrossFit Apocalypse and uh, y'all didn't know at the time, but um, I used sex as a coping mechanism and uh, I was not being a good man to the woman I was with. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of soul searching and realized that I played a huge part in that failure of that gym because I had not addressed the things that were hurting me. Um, I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't even know there was an outlet for Marines or veterans to to deal with things like this. Um, So I self-medicated and uh, I hurt a lot of people. And sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to realize either I'm gonna commit suicide or I'm gonna make a change. And I decided to make a change, Betsy. Um, I wanted to own my mistakes from my past and, and I wanted to help people because I knew I wasn't the only one facing the pain that I was facing. Well, and you, you have helped so many people. And I know we've talked before about PTSD and kind of your experience with it, and especially with your work with uh, Veterans Operation Wellness. And talk to me about that and kind of what that work looks like and, and the PTSD yeah, treatments um, and whatnot. So Spike TV came to me in 2014. They wanted to do a veteran show when I was, uh, at the time I was uh, the fitness manager at Gold's Gym. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do this show. (laughs) Um, And so they did this, they filmed for 12 hours and then they pulled out like three, two minute videos. But it was so cool because the basic premise of Veterans Operation Wellness 
was to encourage veterans to make the same commitment to their health and wellness as they did to their, you know, uh, contract to the government. And so that's where we started partnering along. And then in 2015, they said, hey, let's do something crazy. Um, you want to try to break a world record? And I was like, ah, sure, why not? Let's try. <laughs> and they go, what are you good at? I said, I think I'm pretty good at pull-ups. And so I started to train. And it was at that time, uh, Charlie Sadoff, uh, the director for Spike TV and Veterans Operation Wellness, you know, we started to partner up and, and I just loved it. It gave me an outlet to, um, to pour my passions and not look at my own pain and frustration. And so I was a part of that for a couple of years. And then, you know, they were brought up by Paramount Studios. But before that, I tried to break the world record in the world's fastest tire flip with a 350 pound tire. And I failed the first time. Um, and the second time they canceled it because Paramount bought it out. But all that to say, um, what a great fire starter within me to say, wait a minute, I don't need necessarily Spike TV or Paramount to keep going in this direction and keep being a positive light to people that are hurting like myself. Well, and I mean, you, that light and kind of that, that drive, it sounds like it may have started kind of before the military, but what did you find was the best part of, of being part of the military? What did you find most rewarding? The camaraderie, uh, the leadership, the opportunity to do something bigger than yourself, which I learned in, in counseling too, that once you take the governor off your vehicle, right, you can drive as fast as you want. Well, in a similar way, when you take the governor off a person's ability to say, hey, you can't kill anybody, but now you can, and you train in this way, um, it's hard to transition back into civilian life. And so uh, when I think about those, those changes in my life, how can I go back and build that teamwork into the people that, you know, I was a part of, I want to go back and help these veterans that need those, those beginning stages of camaraderie, fitness, uh, morale. And so that's, that's the birth of, of our gym now, CrossFit Rev 40, it's a revival in 40 days. Revival in 40 days. That's remarkable. So if you were talking to someone who said that, Hey, I think I might be interested in going to the Marines. What would you tell them? Do it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think every, every, uh, American, I know I'm biased, but I think every American would benefit from being in the military. You get to see firsthand what it's like to serve your country. And, um, I think it's an honorable thing. I think it's taught us a lot of, taught me a lot of good things. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about that. Well, is there's an experience in the military or even since then that you've had that, that really kind of touched your heart and one that maybe really changed how you do things? Yeah, absolutely. You guys are going to probably think I'm crazy. Um, but when I was in the military, I was, uh, I just was be so devout in, in my Christian faith. Um, so much so that I felt like God was speaking to me, uh, during my combat tour. And here's how it happened. I, I remember one day we were going on a uh, patrol on the uh, soccer field in, in Ramadi. And I heard a voice in my head say, tell your driver to swerve this vehicle. And so I looked over at him. I said, Della Rosa, swerve this vehicle. And I punched him in the chest and he starts swerving the vehicle. And, and I started calling the radio, hey, all drivers swerve your vehicle. And so now all six drivers are swerving their vehicle. 
And then we get past the soft ground, Victor one, Victor two, I was Victor three. And then like one second after I made it through, the bomb blew up behind me. And had we not started swerving our vehicles, I don't know if I would have made it or the person behind me would have made it. I don't know if that group of five men would have still been alive. And so that has, has just stood out to me. Like there's, there's gotta be something up there because there's no way that I would have just consciously made up that, that, that thought. And then it to be like within 45 seconds, you know, when I heard it to when we started doing it and then boom, it blows up. It was crazy. That's amazing that that is, I mean, and, and the lives that you saved because of that. I mean, well, you, you know, I don't, I don't consider that like, you know, like, oh, he's a war hero. It's just you. Well, the Navy thinks you are. Well, <laughs> well I guess. Well, talk to me about how your time in the military really equipped you to be a small business owner. There's just the, the grind and the grit. I mean, I'm sure you've owned your own businesses and it's there's not an off day. And that's how it is in the Marine Corps. Like there is no off day. You're always either training, running, uh, practicing or, or drilling for the next event, getting ready for an inspection. And so there's this 24 seven of just drive and being a business owner, like you can't sit on your hands. You have to keep moving. Um, and you know, I love what John C. Maxwell says, if you want to become successful, you have to make other people successful. And that is a full-time job, you know, pouring into people, loving people, you know, I mean, I think that's where we're in great lack of these days is positivity and love. And I just want to be a light in our community. I want to see Farmers Branch in Dallas change. I want to see lives become healthier and I don't want to see people depressed you know, like I was. Well, and you, you've talked to me before about how kind of you discovered CrossFit and just it became this, this passion that, that changed your life and really kind of changed, you're, you're now changing other people's lives with that. Yeah, uh, what I love about CrossFit, it reminds me of the military because you have this group suffering where you, we say embrace the suck. <laughs> I mean, truth, a guy has been my trainer before and it is definitely embrace the suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then I, I look at that black mat as the gladiator arena and uh, my mindset in, in training and coaching and being a part of CrossFit, it reminds me of the military so much so. Uh, in the Roman times, a person that was the head gladiator instructor was called a doctore. And his role was to train the men for battle. And uh, I love that concept. When I look at men and women that come into our gym, you know, they, they sweat and beat their body on that black mat so that they can be ready for the stresses of, of the world. And uh, I love that. That's what makes me excited about CrossFit. And it's, it's a team environment. It makes you feel like this is my platoon. These are my people. Absolutely. Again, I've been in your classes and get trained for that. And I don't know that I'm going out to battle, but I've definitely made me better equipped to deal with 12 bags of mulch from Lowe's. <laughs> That's right. Functional fitness right there. <laughs> get it. There you go. How many mulch? Put it on my back. <laughs> I can hold it all. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you you obviously are helping a lot of people and helping people change their lives with, with fitness um, and with coaching them. And so kind of you're, you're helping so many people. Who are, who are a few people who've really helped you and really made a difference in your life? 
Man, there's so many. Um, I would probably say one, uh, God, um, that's, that's my rock. Like, I, I think I would have committed suicide if, if I didn't have God in my life. Uh, two, my wife, you know, Melissa Gibson. Man, she is just an angel on this earth. When I was about to commit suicide in April of 2018, she said to me, God, who's gonna walk your children across the aisle? And I put down the gun and uh, it snapped me back into position. Like, you know, there's a military order. The fifth general order says to quit my post only when properly relieved. And nobody told me to quit my post on being a dad. And you have two daughters? Yes. And how old are they now? Zira is 23 and uh, Aisha's graduating this Saturday. She's 18. Congratulations. Either of them thinking about going in the military, following the footsteps. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they are my anchors too. And have you, and I mean, have you talked to them about recognizing, you know, signs of stress and PTSD? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, after the divorce, uh, we had a, a lot of conversation. They felt like I divorced them. And I talked to my counselor about that. And, he, and she was saying that's so normal. Whenever parents get divorced, the children feel like it's because of them, even though it's not. It's about two adults not being able to get along. And, and I had to reinforce that. It's okay to feel sad, but here are the the uh, signposts to look at, and then how do you you know redirect yourself and get back on track? I think it's important in passing it on to the next generation. Absolutely. So, what do you think the most important thing you've learned thus far? You're still still living, still learning, still a young man. Uh, what what is the most important thing you've learned thus far? You can't give what you don't have. Love yourself. You know, in all of my failed relationships in the past. One, I was either being selfish or two, I didn't love myself enough. And that hurt those relationships because I wasn't grounded. You know, and I love that concept. You can't give what you don't have. If you don't love yourself enough to respect yourself, you can't respect another human being and be faithful to them if you're not even faithful to yourself. So what's next for you? You've broken Guinness World Records and a successful small business owner and marriage, children. What, what's next for you, Guy? Um, so I'm writing a book. It's called A Prodigal's Journey Home, Diary of a uh, Fallen Pastor and Marine Veteran. And what I want to do with this book is I want to use it as a platform to help as many people as God wants me to help. And there's this concept that I feel like God gave me and that one day I was kind of meditating and just thinking about my, my depression. And the concept was when the pilgrims came over, they started a colony and then they separated from England and then became a state as it grew. And in the same manner, if you stay in a state of sadness for six months, they call that mild depression, a state of depression. And if you stay in that, that place for two years or more, it's called severe depression, but it starts with a colony of thoughts. And these colony of thoughts become a state of being. And it was just like an epiphany to me that, wait a minute, I can have brain plasticity and change and rewire the way that I am by surrounding myself with good people good things and good thoughts. And then if I do that for a period of time, I'll be mildly joyous. And if I do that for two years or more, I'll be in a state of joy. 
<laughs> you Elated. seem very joyous. Yes. Yes. So much joy radiating from you. So now if you could step into my shoes and we don't actually have to switch shoes because your feet are bigger than mine. Um, what question would you ask yourself that I haven't asked yet? What question um, would I ask myself? If anyone is out there and you are feeling lost, what's your first go-to to fix that? Yes. How do you how do you help them? What do you tell them? You just have to admit that you have a problem. You have to reach out for help. There are always people that are listening, but people don't know you're hurting if they don't know you're hurting. And you look at Robin Williams, he made everybody happy around him, but he was so unhappy because nobody knew that he was hurting. And I don't want people to commit suicide. You know, we lost our driver three years ago Hiska, and he killed himself in the other room while his wife was in the other room. He left behind his beautiful kids. And it's like, how can we help people if we that are depressed or having depression, anxiety, stress, unless we say something. And so I'll tell that person, tell somebody you can trust. Well, mental health is something that, that so many folks are, are focused on now in the general public, but particularly for military, particularly for veterans, particularly for Marine Corps members. I mean, what do you say to them who, who might not even realize what they're struggling with? There's a sign that you know you have it. It's isolation. And then, you know, anger, frustration, easily triggered. You start to see that you don't want to be around people. That's not normal. We, we, we weren't meant to be by ourselves. Now, granted, I get it. Some people that are introverted, I get it. They, <laughs> they recharge when nobody's around, but then they come back and they join the, the crowd or the community. But if you find you've been doing this and be, become a hermit, that's not normal. Well, and have you found yourself in the position to get to help some veterans who were, who were facing that sort of thing? Absolutely. And uh, I love it. I love being able to have a map using my own life and saying, hey, this is what I did. And these are the things that you can do and navigate through this fog of war. I, I so appreciate the amount that you have helped so many people, whether it be military veterans or folks walking through the doors of your CrossFit box. And I'm so happy for, for all your success. At the end of our interviews, we always flip it over to Dickies. And I've got to ask, what's your favorite Dickies meat and what's your favorite side? The Dickies brisket, for sure. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, it makes me want to get a brisket right now. Uh, we got a store around the corner. We can go. <laughs> fried okra. I love the fried okra. I, I'm weird. I dip it in the barbecue sauce because the barbecue <laughs> sauce is so good, too. All right. Are you spicy, sweet, or original? Spicy. Though? I got to have a little hot. Okay. So, all right. We, we always finish up with the lightning round. I'm going to give you two choices. You're going to pick your favorite. All right. Start with an easy one. Barbecue beans or jalapeno beans? Ooh, jalapeno beans. All right, sweet tea or unsweet tea? Sweet tea all day. Chopped brisket or sliced brisket? Chopped. All right, sauce or no sauce? Sauce. Especially on your fried okra, right? Exactly. All right, I know the answer to this one. Brisket or pulled pork? Brisket. And last but not least, ribs or wings? Oh, that's easy, ribs. All right, there you go. My guest today has been the incredible uh, United States Marines veteran Guy Valentino. He's also a Guinness World Record holder and a small business owner. Thanks so much for joining me today, Guy. Thank you so much, Bessie.
Thanks so much for tuning in this week. It was great that we could share our stories with you. If you want more information about the Dickey Foundation, feel free to visit thedickeyfoundation.org. And if you want more information about some of our great owners and the great stories they're doing, please visit dickies.com. We look forward to seeing you next week where we'll continue sharing the good stories of good people doing good things in our community. 